Yeah, you can be the greatest, you can be the best You can be the King Kong banging on your chest You can beat the world, you can beat the war You can talk to God, go banging on his door You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock yeah. You can move a mountain, you can break rocks You can be a master, don't wait for luck Dedicate yourself and you can find yourself Standing in the Hall of Fame Yeah And the world's gonna know your name Yeah Cause you found what you brought to fame Yeah And the world's gonna know your name Yeah Welcome to Blake on Balls, a fantasy baseball podcast for exactly 10 people. I'm your host, Blake Williger, alongside my co-host who just cannot lose. It's Adam Brooks. What's up, Adam? What is up, Blake? Um, what I can lose is the uh, weekly uh, points matchup. But I tell you, that's a lot That's a lot less stinging to lose that uh, on a Sunday night than it is to lose your entire matchup. So yeah. I, can't be, I can't be all that mad. But... Um, but uh, I had a hell of a Sunday night matchup with uh, Aaron for the weekly points. Um, we I had Wilson Contreras going in the final game. He had uh, the starting pitcher uh, Dylan Cease. Mm-hmm. Is it Dylan? Dylan. Yes. Right. Cease for the uh, for the uh, White Sox, and uh, and Cease uh, had a hell of a game. But it went it kind of went up and down. And also, as soon as the game started, they were thinking they only had an hour of time to get the game in before it would rain. And at the same time, I had two batters for Kansas City that were like up to bat in the in the inning when while well, the Kansas City St. Louis game was um, was postponed. And then that game ended up taking place. Neither of them did anything. And then um, in the game uh, in the Sunday night game. Uh, Dylan Cease pitched okay. He had a huge lead to work with. Um, he struck out Contreras one at bat, but then the next at bat, Contreras hit a double um, and then scored a run. So that's like, I, and at that point, it was looking pretty good for me. Mm-hmm. But then uh, uh, he kept uh, Cease uh, pretty much shut everyone down. I think he struck out a bunch of guys. And then the last inning, he was a fifth inning. So he needed to finish that fifth inning to get the win. And his pitch count was creeping up there. He started with 80 in that, and he hadn't been totally effective the whole game. He got up three runs in four innings. And uh, he struck out the side, including Contreras, to get wow. four and a half points on that inning. And then he qualifies for the win. And that win pushed Aaron over uh, by one point. By one point. And Contreras had one more at bat. And he had a, if he had walked, I would have uh, won. I think by like a by like a an eighth of a point, you know, Oof. barring a stat correction. Yeah, and he had a three-one count. He had a hard-hit ball. If he had hit it, I think we would have tied. Actually, now that I now that I saw all the matches. Oh wow! Yeah, well, you haven't exactly dealt with point. that before. Yeah, it would have been a tie. Uh, anyways, fascinating, and uh, it was really fun texting back and forth with Aaron because we were like watching the weather, watching this other game that was <laughs> delayed. Uh, it just, you know, I, it sucks to lose the, the weekly win that way, but it also, it's just, again, like why fantasy baseball is so much fun. It's yeah. just like this game that was over in the first inning. Like we were, we were like hanging on every single pitch, mm-hmm. uh, for the entire time. You were great. going, you were going for your third consecutive weekly win. Um, <laughs> yeah. do you, do you think, uh, that had been done before? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would have, I would have thought yes, but since you're asking me that question, maybe it's not been done. 
The, the answer is yes. It had yeah. been done in 2015. It was done twice in the same season. Wow. Uh, Zetlin won the first four weeks. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? I have no recollection of that. That's I have no. Yeah, this. I think we need to do like a, a thirty for thirty on the twenty fifteen yeah. season because Zetlin so won seven. He won. <laughs> he won the first four, and then later on in the season, almost at the very end, Brad won three consecutive weeks. But oh, Brad for also something, won. Okay. yeah, but for something that has not happened in like you know what is it now six years? Yeah, um, for it to happen twice in the same year, I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was crazy. Yeah. That's that's an amazing uh, uh, historian uh, shit right there, Blake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why we have the. Great that's why team. we keep our spreadsheets. That's why we keep our spreadsheets. Um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it would have been nice, but uh, honestly, I'll take any win at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care if I win the week. I just am happy to not be losing. I've got a yeah. three-game win streak. Um, but you know, you said your matchup was interesting. What, uh, what happened? In your yes, matchup? I had my, was my matchup with Zetlin was close this whole week. Uh, we were just kind of close the whole way through. And then I was up by about, I think 20 points going into today. We both had two starting pitchers today. And this morning, both of my starting pitchers, uh, started at 10 AM and within the first, 15 minutes of me checking, they were both at about, I think, negative three points. Uh, Ryu against the Red Sox had um, gotten hit early. And who was my other pitcher? Um, oh, my God. I can't even think. I got a uh, – it's almost as if I had fallen asleep or something. And I uh, – For the record, I did wake <laughs> I, up not Blake fresh. to, uh, uh, to do this Michael podcast. Waka. Michael Waka, yeah. Waka. Uh, against um, the Orioles of all teams. Um, just terrible starts right up when the day started and I was texting with Zetlin. He and I had uh, some fun texting back and forth throughout our close matchup. And I was very down on my matchup and I honestly wasn't doing a reverse jinx. I was very, uh, he had caught up immediately. He had a player hit a home run. It was, we like by 11 AM, he had already like taken the lead and he had those two starting pitchers going and I was just down on my team, but I didn't want to make it seem because, you know, we have talked about how much I don't like that, like reverse jinx where you just say you're going to lose and uh, right, I'm doing right. so. I told him, I said he was up, I think at by about eight points at this point. And I said, Zetlin, if I come back to win, I will donate $20 to the charity of your choice. <laughs> and I honestly, I didn't think I was going to win. Yeah. And he's like, can I hold you to that? And I said, yes, please. Like, I would yeah. love to, I'll pay $20 for this win. You know, a, a charity gets $20. And sure enough, my team, Carlos Correa, um, uh, hit a home run, I think, today. Uh, Zellin's pitchers, the two pitchers that he had, I don't even think they scored a total of like 10 points or something. My pitchers ended up um, only doing about like, uh, I think like negative two or something like that. And uh, Eloy Jimenez had a huge game tonight uh, at Wrigley Field, and I ended up winning by like 22 points, which I was, I'm shocked that I even won to begin with. But uh, yeah, so by a lot. A, uh, yeah, well, yeah, Eloy, yeah, he had a. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I forget what the charity was, but uh, yeah. one, now that it now that it's basically official, I will be donating twenty dollars to um, the charity that you uh, texted me, and uh, yeah, everyone wins. Well, everyone but uh, but Zetlin wins. His charity be, wins. The uh, RNC. That's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Yes. Oh god. Uh, the recall. The recall. <laughs> Stop the yeah. 
man. Stop the, the steal. Stop the steal. Yeah, stop the steal. It was to yes, to fund all of the uh the legal fees for the, the yeah. people on January sixth that uh, yeah. that are going through it. <laughs> the but, Patriots uh, on January sixth. It, it actually it was some legal service uh uh but I forget which one it was, but but yes, they will be receiving uh twenty dollars from me, Zellin. So uh very good in your name, Zellin, for uh for uh, so we can thank uh who was it? I don't know, Zach Plesak or whoever your bad pitchers were uh, that that couldn't uh, that couldn't put it together. But um, yeah, that was uh, that was my uh, part of my Sunday was uh, just shocking. It, was, it could have gone so poorly for me, and then it was almost like as soon as I um, I put twenty dollars on it, that's when my day changed. So um, yeah, that's all you got to do. If you guys are looking to uh, to change your your luck, just to say that you're uh, you're willing to pay twenty dollars to uh, to turn it around and um, yeah, work for me. That works. That's that's <laughs> actually very similar to how Las Vegas works. Actually, yes, that's how gambling works as well. <laughs> um, going through the uh, other match, uh, you know, we didn't do any other deep dives. We have a awesome segment that you will introduce in it. But yes. um, uh, Brad versus Jason, the top two teams had just crap performances from both of them, but, yeah. uh, Jason pulled it out, uh, and, uh, and he is going to take the number one seed. It, it would have been, um, yeah, he's still not, doesn't have it mathematically locked up, but I, you know, he'd have to, Jason would have to lose out and Brad would have to win out, um, in order for Brad to get the one seed. So that yeah. was, this is probably the matchup for the one seed or for at least to make it competitive. And Jason held on. Yeah. Uh, and Brad, yeah. Brad's team is it. Brad was it this week, right? For like Oh the God. Time. I didn't even think couple... about it. Oh my God. I haven't even, I just, that doesn't even, I've been so used to being like <laughs> a victory for me all season has been uh-huh. not being it. Yeah. And how quickly I've forgotten that to even check, but yeah, Brad, mm-hmm. Is it by you know pretty hefty sum here? Yeah, uh, by 20, 20 points. I mean Oof. twenty. Zetlin was the other uh, was the the next uh, low. I mean that's a pretty uh, small spread between um, like Brad at two sixty two and most mm-hmm. teams clocked in under three hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were but but uh, yeah, Brad by twenty points, twenty three points is going to be it. Uh, is it this week? Yeah. Um, other matchups. Um, so I beat Todd, and uh, that's going to put me in a playoff position, which is an indictment of our league. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, and I think uh, Blake, you'll be in the other playoff position. I think so. Uh, yeah. If the playoffs ended today. This is a podcast of uh, playoff uh, bound teams at the at the current moment, uh, and we will be playing each other next week. So that's a huge huge matchup and and uh, i think we all get opportunities against um we get a lot of opportunities against other teams in the playoff hunt uh, over the i think i play chris um you're gonna play chris and you're gonna play todd um uh, and me bring it on um and todd and chris are gonna play each other so there's a lot of action going on um uh, but next week is gonna be huge uh for for you and me um Let's see. Uh, Erdang um, just barely lost to Tim, um, which will be even funnier after our segment later on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he lost by just a couple points. Um, it doesn't really affect Josh's team very much at all, maybe for some seeding, but he's locked into either the three or the four seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 
uh, Blake, yeah, big victory over Zetland to, uh, Huge. to to get into a playoff spot. Hey, this is do or die for you. I mean, you're, you're oh, a stellar. Needed it. Losing needed this. it. Yep. Uh, and then Aaron, um, again, just solidifying his mm-hmm. um, three, four seed situation um against chris which did both you and me a huge favor so yes um and then uh oh just a little note about the waiver wire um i had a situation where two of my players went on the il uh late this week and um i did not propose a rule change uh to accommodate myself wow so I would like kudos from everyone, you know, little <laughs> golf claps from everyone about that. And I managed to roster a full uh, complement of offensive and uh, of, of, uh, of uh, offense and pitching. But, but you sent a text message to the whole league proposing a change, right? I did not. I did not do wow. that. I just um, went ahead and managed it how everyone else has to manage it. What a big and, boy uh, you are. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, that was exciting. Uh, I was actually very excited to to have to have because you never know you could not you may have an extra pitcher an extra hitter it's impossible mm-hmm. to know for sure it depends on what other people do but I was very excited to check uh, and just realize that I had a bid on crappy enough pitch players that nobody else wanted them uh, <laughs> and so I was able to get the the hitters and pitchers that I uh-huh. wanted um, let's hope Lucas Sims can come back from the uh, IL uh, himself uh, mm-hmm. and uh, be a good closer. Um, all right. So, uh, what do we have next? Um, I think we got our, uh, I think we got our, um, our segment next. Yeah. Let's cut to that, uh, that interview. Joining us on the pod now is a very special guest. He is one of the founding members of our fantasy baseball league. He currently holds the title of commissioner emeritus after being burdened with the commissioner duties for far too long. He's a four-time league champ who recently surprised us with an amazing baseball trip we are going to discuss. It's Josh Erdang. Welcome to Blake on Balls, Josh. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. We are excited Fantastic. to have you. Very excited to have you. We've been anticipating this. This is awesome. I'm definitely not nervous at all and feel no pressure <laughs> to live up to the expectations of all of the previous amazing guests you had. There will be no neck picking and no pacing around uh, <laughs> definitely during this podcast. Definitely neither of those are happening right now. Right now. All right. Well, Um, before we get to your trip, we want to talk about your current uh, matchup right now with Tim. We, uh, the three of us have something in common. We've both been losing to Tim. You are, you have three starters today. He has one. Um, He's up by a few points on you. How do you uh, feel about uh, your, uh, your Sunday uh, coming up today? Uh, If you take the fact that it's me out of it, I would feel pretty good with what you just said. I don't really have faith that'll come back. Although that's also just my reverse jinx Uh working its way in, but I don't know. I, I was down more than a hundred a couple days ago. So the fact that I'm even in it right now is, uh, is great, but I, it it was enough of a comeback that it prompted Tim to text me last night and uh, say, he's wondering how his team's going to blow this lead. (laughs) Double reverse jinx. Double reverse jinx. Him him texting you about the matchup is that that's an accomplishment. That means by the way, yeah, I'm yeah. just getting word, you guys. Cedric Mullins has homered for Josh's uh, in a heap. So you've gotten six points just uh, as we speak. As it we just speak. came through. Oh, just fantastic. came through. Yes. So congratulations oh, on those even, points. I don't even see that reflected in my oh, – that's, so that's, how, that's how recent it is. Wow. <laughs> I will tell you, this matchup also, when it was uh, – I was down more than 100, 
drew the attention of none other than Josh Zetlin, who also texted me directly to complain that I was losing to Tim because it was <laughs> oh, wow. more risk of falling into last place. Oh dear. Oh dear. Feeling the pressure. The, is it the, the regular season loser does the belt, right? It's not it's a, it, that's it, right? That's the uh, yes. it's the regular season. Yeah. So so he As he, someone who lost yeah. the regular season and then didn't do the belt. I yeah. You can you can confirm as someone who completely shirked their duty, you can confirm. Correct. Um okay. All right, and then what about I mean, the rest of the season? I mean, I mean, you, you're you seems like you're pretty locked into a playoff spot. Um, but I mean, I think you, you're 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 in a playoff spot. What uh, how do you feel about the rest of the season going forward? You know, even if you win or lose this week, how are you feeling? I feel pretty good uh, as long as things fall the right way. Uh, Tatis, I just got good news yesterday. Got a call from his team directly, obviously. Uh, but he's looking to come back this season, which is a huge relief. So if I could get him back for the playoffs, that would be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, gigantic. And if Kershaw manages to come back by the playoffs, that would be nice. Although his news has been trending the wrong direction. Um, I feel okay. I just lost Rendon for the year, but he's been trash. So I can't really be upset about that. <laughs> it's almost better when um, you lose a, a good player that's it been is. underperforming like chronically for like that. I mean, so much of the season has gone on now that you just, you just can't expect that he's going to be good again. And no, so as soon it, as I saw he yeah. popped on the 60 yeah. day IL, I said, yeah. well, great. I can drop him now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's almost helpful. So, so uh, no, I, I feel okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, well, let's get into the, the meat of this. We, we, you just had this trip um, to Cooperstown and, uh, and it, it seemed like it was amazing. And, uh, you know, I, we were going to kind of start way back at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the genesis of this trip, you know, what were the, what was the, uh, you know, the impetus for this? Um, so there's a couple main themes here. One is obviously Derek Jeter's induction into the Hall of Fame. And uh, I have been waiting, planning, anticipating this since before he retired and counting the days since he retired and had planned this several years ago in, in terms of when it was going to be, what, what I would have to do to be at the ceremony and got the president's circle level membership to the hall of fame to make sure that I had to reserve (laughs) seats to be at the ceremony so that it wasn't just a, you know, find a spot 50,000 people back from the stage, but I'd actually be up in the seating area. Um, And obviously then COVID happened and the ceremony. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you guys, you've been doing the podcast. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news on the podcast. Global pandemic hits the world. Yeah, I'm not interrupting sure Jeter's induction. Seen. Yeah, yeah, it's been wild. Yeah, wow. But yeah, that. So the induction got pushed out a year, and you know we had this whole trip planned. Which, by the way, for anyone trying to go to Cooperstown on induction ceremony weekend, it is impossible to find anywhere to stay because it's this tiny, tiny, tiny town that is not built to hold a lot of people. So just finding a place, we booked it a year before the ceremony, and we still had to find this place that was way out still a bit of a drive and still cost like a ridiculous amount of money. Um, then we had to do that all over again when they moved the ceremony to this year. Oh, and God. then when they canceled and said it was going to be TV only, we said, screw it. We already have this whole plan. We'll be there the weekend he's getting inducted. I love it. I, I yes. talked to the hall to make sure that the plaque would be out because they put it out after he's inducted. Um, so we were all set. Then they moved the ceremony to September. So it was Oof. like one last kind of, <laughs> Um, so that was, but the only thing that wasn't there was his plaque wasn't out. Um, 
And we said, you know, I've never been the other, the other piece going into this is my family went without me when I was 16 years old. Oh, and I remember this. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. You were like a camp, only... right? Were you in Israel oh, or no. camp or where were you? I was you? in Israel. Israel. Yeah, I was yeah. in Israel. Yeah. Which my mom reminds me every time I bring it up. Uh, so wait, like your sister uh, has been to Cooperstown before you? My sister who likes baseball and my parents who don't have been to Cooperstown <laughs> without me. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Oh my so God. I've been waiting an extra 23 years for this. So it was, you know, extra special. <laughs> wow. But uh, it was, yeah. So, you know, we said, let's just go. And to be honest, other than the fact that we didn't get to be at the induction ceremony, it was an amazing weekend. And it was nice that it wasn't overcrowded. Any other weekend, if you're ever going to go, if you're not trying to be there for a specific player that you've been dreaming your whole life Mm -hmm. to see inducted, Mm -hmm. just go any other weekend because it's really nice when it's quiet and easy to move around. Where'd you fly into? Uh, Well, it was a combined three-part trip, um, but flew into Newark. Newark, There's really, I mean, I think there's an airport at Oneonta, which is like 20 minutes south, but it's tiny. I don't know. Yeah. That's probably where the players fly into. That's for, that's a rich people airport then. That's that's a... You, uh, not for normal you have to drive through a whole lot of nothing for a long time. To get yeah. There. Uh, yeah. How long was it from like your folks? How, did you stay, did you go see your folks and then, and then head over mm-hmm. there? What, yeah. What'd you do? Yeah. We, we went in first for the week, stayed with my folks. Um, haven't seen them since before the, I'm not sure if you guys remember this pandemic that I mentioned. Yes, yeah, I re- you told um, me. They did. We learned about it about three minutes ago <laughs> on this podcast. Okay. Just that that's been going on just so you know, for like a year and a half, um, oh. kind of a big deal. So <sighs> interesting. Yeah. I check went my in, phone. saw them. Stay with my folks, saw my sister, brother-in-law, nephews, had an amazing week, and then drove up um, the following weekend. So from there, it was about three hours. Okay. And it was just, uh, it was just the three of you? Yeah. Well, so, yeah. so it was just the three of us driving up, and yeah. then we met up with Sarah's parents in Oneonta, actually. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, wow. Who joined us for Cooperstown, because originally, when we planned the trip two or three iterations ago... The plan was we'll fly in with seven-month-old Theo, right. and Sarah's parents will be there and just watch him so Sarah and I can go to the ceremony during the day. Ah, I um, see. Then the plan was still that with 19-month-old Theo, and then when the ceremony wasn't happening, they said, well, we want to just go to Cooperstown anyway. So we'll <laughs> yeah, <somewhere."> yeah. <laughs> go. There you go. So, yeah. And we had a, the, the second week, we went to Hershey, Pennsylvania and spent the week with um, Sarah's close family friends at all of there that we haven't seen in a really long time. So it's a whole combined set of trips but yeah it was that's the good. five of us in cooperstown that sounds amazing yeah. that's great um and that's nice that you kind of looped it in looped in a bunch of stuff um you know because it is a lot of traveling just to go for like a weekend um to cooperstown um although it i'm totally sure i'm would. sure i'm sure worth it i'm sure worth it yeah. but if you have the option you have the people to see and you want to see you know and, and uh, that sounds like it was a uh, logistically worked out real well not knock off a bunch of people you you, you really need to you know, reconnect with. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Josh, what were, would you say like, um, obviously I'm sure there were many highlights of uh, your time in Cooperstown. What would you say like, were like the kind of the top three maybe uh, of uh, the things that you saw there? Like some magical um, moments. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let me pull up here. I saved a couple of pictures specifically that I wanted to remember to, to mention if I had a chance. Some of the things that like really wowed me that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm looking at this thing in person. And those were like the moments I think that hit me. One was 
you know, looking, you know, right in front of me through thick glass, obviously, was the 755th home run ball that Hank Aaron hit. Oh, signed cool. by Hank Aaron just sitting there. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things that I was like, this is such an unbelievable part of baseball history. And this thing is just sitting right in front of me. Like, you know, it's the kind of thing that you read about or maybe you see pictures or something. But to see it just sitting there was was yeah. really cool. And it was one of those things that jumped out because, you know, the hall has so many similar artifacts like this that you'd think it'd be easy for it all just kind of blur together and nothing jumps out. And it's totally not the case. When something like that pops out, you just kind of stop. Um, so was uh, Bonds' 762 drug? just like right on top of that one? Or was that, <laughs> no, was that not? Was that... <laughs> right in front of no, it. You right, know, uh, it's right in front have, of it. Funny enough, they had uh, a whole display. They didn't shy away from it, but there was a whole steroid display. And, oh, wow. Uh, the, yeah, there was, you know, it's not an entire, you know, room of the hall, but it's a pretty big case. They didn't hide it. And, uh, you know, they had the ball that was tattooed with an asterisk by, can't remember who it was, that spent a lot of money to do that. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they had that in there, um, which I'm trying to see. I don't actually remember which number home run that was. If that was, if that was 756 or 762, I'm not sure. Interesting. But uh, so Barry, yeah, they had a whole Barry case. Bonds is like present in Cooperstown. They're not like just in complete denial of. There's he's definitely there. present. Yeah, he's okay. he's definitely well, that present. Makes me feel a little acknowledge better. everything that's happened. It's definitely very different. You know, Hank Aaron. There's an entire room for Hank Aaron. Like there's yes. just every like you know they've got his locker, they've got his uniform, they've got yeah. a video of him, they've got all these different pieces of his history. There is not a Barry Bonds room, but. They have a lot of his things, a lot of things from his historic moments. They have Maguire and Sosa's things. Like, yeah, it's all there. They're they're not hiding any of it. That's good. Um, just for the, I just looked it up here. Uh, it was seven fifty six. Mark Echo, fashion designer, purchased the ball for seven hundred fifty two thousand dollars, and uh, and he put the asterisk on it and uh, and then sent it to the hall. Wow. Crazy. Can I just um, say, why, why would he yeah. not have paid $756,000? That feels like a... I, yeah, I missed, yeah, missed Oppo. All right. To just waste um, an extra four grand. Yeah. Let's get back to here. So that was number one, Hank yes. Aaron. And uh, that mm-hmm. that is, I mean, that's that's awesome. That, that ball just must feel like it's got like a halo around it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It really was, cool. It, it, yeah. Number two also felt similar. It was one of those that I was like, oh my God. And I hadn't even thought of seeing it was a Honus Wagner card. Oh, so, Cool. They have a they have a section just for baseball cards, um, and they just have tons and tons and tons. And they have this one um, part of the hall that they call the Holy Grail cards, and it's these eight baseball card, eight or ten baseball cards. They're behind glass in the dark, and you have to press a little button to light it up for like five seconds so you can look mm-hmm. at it because they don't want it to get any extra light than it, than it needs to. And they had a bunch of incredible cards, but that one. I lit up and I was like, oh my God, this, that's one of those things that I really was like, I'm never going to see that in person in my life. Right. And it was just sitting right there. So that, that was pretty cool. Um, and then the other thing that, that really kind of struck me, so they have three levels of the hall and the, the, you start out kind of going through a history of the game and it's like just tons of displays and artifacts from the beginning of the game all the way up through now and all the different kind of relevant eras and offshoots that they want to get into. The next level is all of mostly records. So they have a lot of different things like, you know, Hank Aaron's home run ball. 
Um, every other statistical record you could think of, they have, you know, artifacts from those. And then the final floor is the Hall of Plaques. So it's all of the players that have been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, and it's just this huge room. And they have a section for the first class um, that I think was 1936. And they've got five plaques there. Um, specifically, the one that, that got me was the Babe Ruth plaque. So... Mm. Just kind of seeing that again, it's, it's not, you know, they had Babe Ruth's stuff. They had tons of his stuff. Um, but I don't know something about seeing that plaque, you know, it's, he's part of that first five players that got put into the hall of fame. You know, he's this mythical creature that, you know, we only hear and read and see legends of. Um, and it just was cool. It was one of those things that, again, it was like, this is just history just right in front of me. So that's yeah, uh, this would be my uh, this is my three. That's awesome. I mean, and, you know, being a Yankee fan and going to the Hall of Fame, it's you know, it's like in New York, and it's uh, and there's just and the Yankees obviously have just won you know a quarter of whatever all the championships in life, um, and uh, and there's just so many famous uh, storied players. Uh, it must be kind of extra special you just can't turn around without seeing players that you and things that you've idolized you know your i will say your that's 100 percent true but for what it's worth and i could be biased here because if it was yankee heavy i probably wouldn't notice but it didn't feel heavy towards any team they do a really good job of kind of spreading the attention around every team that you know yes there are a lot of yankees in the hall but it didn't feel especially yankee heavy other than when you go through all the plaques and they're obviously right. a lot um, I like that. I, that that's that's very cool. And I like also you mentioned something to us when we were texting about about this uh, podcast that you kind of tried to get pictures of stuff that related to all of our teams in the league. And mm-hmm. um, and I think, you know, I, I know you'll kind of send those out to us or we'll put that up on the Instagram uh, when you provide that content to us. Um, yes. But uh, how did you go about looking for those things? Were they just you just kind of walked by and noted it or were you like, I'm going to go find Ricky Henderson or whatever, you know, whatever it is. No, you, know, you just knew they were just the this stuff was just there. Like, I didn't yeah. really have to seek anything out. And, yeah. you know, fortunately, I had two days there. So, you know, the first day. I would definitely recommend for anyone who goes, especially it's such a long trip, spend multiple days. I could have gone back a third day or more, but you know, the first day you're kind of so overwhelmed by everything. It's hard to really focus on the things that you really want to spend time looking at. Mm -hmm. Um, And going back the second day, you know, there were things that I had had looked at that I could kind of breeze by and then things that I wanted to kind of focus more on. There was so many things that I caught the second day. And that's the day that I was like, let me just make sure I grab something from each team here. And I just kind of stumbled upon it. I didn't, you didn't have to try that hard, which is why I say it's balanced really well. Like there's something from every team there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of fun just going through and saying like, Oh, let me grab this. Todd would like this. Oh, Blake would like this. Like, I love it. Adam, I did think of you, Adam as well. I, I think I got something for the A's you like, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the teams that, uh, uh, you know, that, that I'm a fan yep. of. Yeah. In so life. I think I, I think I remember to capture something yeah. of theirs. Yeah. But yeah, it was, you know, I just kind of went through and yeah, it was, and then I just grabbed a couple of things that I thought like would just be cool to share that, you know, the, the baseball group would just enjoy looking at as baseball fans. So yeah, it, um, it was, it was awesome. All right. Well, there was uh just part of our interview with, uh, Josh Erdang. So um, we uh, are going to actually uh, open up our um, 
um, our Patreon for next week, I think, right? Is that we're going to uh, unlock some extra special content <laughs> uh, for this one week only. You'll get the second part of Josh Erdang's interview. It'll be available just this week for free wow. for everybody, not just our Patreon subscribers. Yes. To those who uh, do subscribe, we thank you for subscribing. However, we thank you. We'll lock this shit up right, right after so, <laughs> so that no one else can. But this week only free content uh just a sneak peek of what you get every single week that sometimes we never put out extra content uh, yes. if you have a patreon subscription excellent all right well um i think that uh that'll do it for uh for this week's episode of uh blake on balls adam do you have anything uh, else to add uh i do i have a couple things here um so number one um I want to do a poll for the, for the listeners, uh, hit us up on the text chain, on the Instagram, you know, Patreon messenger, whatever. Um, <laughs> I was texting with, uh, with Todd. Uh, this was a couple weeks ago and, uh, Todd was talking about if he had just started, uh, uh, like Taewon Walker, um, he would have, uh, 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 he would have um, uh, be ahead of Chris for the fifth slot. He's like, if I don't know what's crazier, if I hadn't left uh, Taewon Walker on my bench uh, this one week that ESPN didn't put a P next to his name, I'd be ahead of Chris for fifth. And I wrote, everyone has a Taewon Walker. <laughs> so I want to know who your Taewon Walker is. I mean, I could, I have many Taewon Walkers as mm-hmm. I've lost many close matches. But like even this week, I left uh, for no reason other than my own stupidity. I left Jordan Romano. Uh, on the bench, uh, I just messed up when I was um, uh, putting my players back in, and he got seven and a half points today. Would have uh, would have taken all the drama out of Sunday night baseball, um, but I also would have won uh, my yeah. third consecutive. So, wow. so right there, I got my that's my Taewon Walker. Um, I know Blake, uh, you've got a Taewon Walker just from last week, right? I so do. Yeah, Key, yeah. Key Brian Hayes would have uh, would have uh, gotten me a win if I had started him instead of just. You know, uh, just nobody. not really. Yeah, instead of nobody. <laughs> yeah. Instead of uh, nobody. Even this week, this week uh, earlier today, uh, I had Key Brian Hayes on the bench. So I, he's so much better on the bench than he is when I yeah. when I end up starting him. But uh, but yes, I, I think you're absolutely right. Everyone has everyone's got one. A so, Walker. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got a, a Taiwan Walker. Uh, so let's uh, let's hear it. Let's let it all. This is a safe space. Let it out. Mm-hmm. Um, no Texas. judgment. No judgment. Text us. We will share. Well, if you just let us know what week it was or whenever it was and tell us who the player is, we'll go back and maybe we'll do a little a little segment on everyone's pain um, so we can all share uh, in everyone else's pain and and, uh, you know, be a be a, a group therapy session. I love it. Great um, idea. And uh, also, you know, this is we had part one of Josh's uh, interview. We're going to get part two, but I'm nominating officially right here. I'm nominating Josh Erdang to be the National Shahadi League Baseball Hall of Fame president. I think he is <laughs> got the credentials. Uh, he's got the talent, and uh, and I think after his trip to Cooperstown, he's going to be motivated. Um, we can, and I guarantee he won't lose any of the artifacts. You know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, he'll be. You know, I think that he will be. He will be a great caretaker for the for our shrine um and i'm nominating him can i get a second i i second that i second Wonderful. that motion is that what you do second that second that emotion i think second that's the song. That, yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the song yeah uh 
And uh, next week, we might do a little bit of, um, it wouldn't really be live podcasting, but I'll be podcasting uh, live from Blake's 40th, and then I'll edit it later. But I think we're going to get a few, you know, we'll have uh, some of our league members there. I'll be there. Um, we could definitely get a bunch of eye rolls from our wives uh, and significant others about this. Um, so I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, I cannot wait to see all of you guys, uh, whoever's going to make it over to uh to, to the 40th um, yeah uh, jay-z jay-z cleverly referred to it as the summer meetings the summer meeting outstanding yes. yeah it is it is conveniently five uh-huh. days before the uh before the um yes get your trade proposals uh, in the trade deadline but mm-hmm. it, this is the last the final complete week <laughs> the final full week before the trade deadline i can't i'm so happy the trade deadline is on a friday that we can incorporate it in ton, into the uh the 21st or the 22nd, yes. 22nd uh, podcast mm-hmm. um, that week. It's going to be a lot of work. Are we going to be able to podcast when I, I'm going to fly home on Sunday uh, and then can we podcast uh, the Sunday after your, your 40th? Is that going to be, are we going to be able to do this next on the 15th? The only thing holding us back is me falling asleep while putting my children to bed. Just like today. No, <laughs> I, I don't mind waking you up from that. Oh yes. Now uh, but, I, I asked, no, let's do yeah. it. Um, and, uh, great. So we're definitely going to have a podcast next week and I'll try and incorporate some bits from everybody, uh, who's at the party. Um, now Blake, I asked you, uh, on our, uh, you know, in our pre-production meetings to come mm-hmm. up with like a snappy phrase for us to end the podcast with. Cause we, oh, we always just say like goodbye or, <laughs> and then it's like awkward. It's like the one thing I want, like a, like a, you know, weekend update ending, uh, like an SNL, like, like Kevin Nealon. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Dennis Miller, like I'm Dennis Miller and I am out of here. Did you come up with something? Uh, uh, no, you didn't no. come up with anything. There's, uh, let's see. Well, I'm maybe, Blake Williger. Maybe, maybe, and... Let's have a, let our listeners submit. Uh, maybe each week they can if they can submit something, and then I will sign off with their phrases. If they they can text me directly, and then at the end of the episode, right. we can use their sign-off. I don't text know. Text Blake sure. directly for a sign-off. <laughs> uh, and if one of them is awesome, we will just use that every week. And uh, But I'm very disappointed in you. As I ask, I just asked you to do one thing, so that our yeah. podcast doesn't uh, sound lame. This is Blake Williger that. telling you to reach for the balls? I don't know. That, that sounds lame. <laughs> So what, that was like reach for the stars. What did I suggest? Um, uh, 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 don't be a Blake to South Central yes. while making oh, your right. juice in the hood. How yes, about the that? movie. Yes, yeah. that, that is much that better would... than mine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have a better. Ending All right. Well, time. we're gonna have this is a soft ending. All right. See yeah. you guys. Bye bye. Be believers, be leaders, be astronauts, be champions, be truth seekers, be students, be teachers, be politicians, be preachers, be preachers, be believers, be leaders, be astronauts, be champions, standing in the hall of fame, you, 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 and the world.